Yes, we're into a new year, got all sorts of new problems heading our way. We left them behind, I mean, with the break. Remember in Ontario politics, it was all about the the Ford government wrapping up the year, you know, fighting all allegations of, of political interference with the appointment of Ron Tavner. Um, you know, the Ford government had undone a lot of the most destructive legislation the Liberals ran through. Green Energy Act, goodbye. Not sad about that. So now we've got this new year, uh, but a lot of those old problems are going to come in loaded with a lot of new challenges, including carbon taxes, the big load of debt and deficit spending, and and a leader who very much remains an outsider. But interestingly, I uh, was reading over the weekend, uh, Toronto Star, uh, well, she was a writer there. Now it looks like she is doing a little bit more writing. Uh, Christina Blizzard writes, Uh, for them, that he's an insider who has come into power through a whirlwind power grab. And and he's got to find his feet fast, or he risks bringing in chaos at a time when certainly the province of Ontario really needs stability. Christina, I was going to call her Christina Stevens of Global News. No, Christina Blizzard, former Queen's Park journalist, joining me now. So, Christina, new year, but there are going to be a lot of the old problems for uh, Doug Ford and his government. I want to take us back, um, you know, to where we kind of left off with the appointment of Ron Tavner. And they got a lot done in 2018, but this is going to be a challenge for the Ford government moving forward. It's not all going to go away. No, and it's going to it's going to take some very um, clever uh, stick handling, if you will. And. I think that that's one of the things we've seen with Doug Ford, that he doesn't really know how to um, handle the reins of power. He doesn't seem to have around him the kind of people who are used to working uh, you know, through the, the back rooms of Queen's Park. And he's been rather ham-fisted in how he's dealt with some of these issues. Yeah, I mean, look, I I don't get the sense that he'll ever get a break. I mean, they came in. There's nothing orthodox about the way that Doug Ford came in because, you know, you've penned an article, um, you know, in the last couple of days about uh, leadership within the PC party and talking about outsiders. So you take a Mike Harris, for example, who was an outsider and a disruptor. Doug Ford is, is also an outsider. But his disruption is different than Mike Harris because Harris was very much a machine in the making. They had a lot of time to get their program in order and and a very well-oiled machine, whereas Doug Ford, you know, came in kind of out of nowhere as no one saw the Patrick Brown takeout. And, you know, he's had to kind of make it up along the way. Well, yeah, exactly. And Mike Harris had a lot of experience as a legislator. I mean, don't forget that he uh, he was in Bill Davis. It was a backbencher in Bill Davis's mm-hmm. government. He uh, actually was, uh, you know, a, a natural resources minister um, in Frank Miller's government, and he had Harris had around him um, some uh, advisors who were very smart, very savvy, who had a lot of experience at Queens Park. They knew how to get things done. They weren't rookies. What I sense from Doug Ford is that he has uh, some of his advisors do not appear to have that kind of experience. And transition in government is very difficult. And, And what Doug Ford has done is gone from being a complete outsider at Queen's Park, really. Um, He didn't have a seat 
before the election. Uh, so going from being a complete outsider to being premier is a very steep learning curve. And he, um, I, I think, needs to call on people around him who, who need to advise him a little better. Yeah, I mean, look, I, he's got very good people in the sense that they have a lot of experience politically at the federal level. The one name I think we're both thinking of is Dean French, who is a politico um, and someone that is a very trusted advisor to Ford, but he's a lightning rod. And I think, you know, unless he goes, I think there's going to be continued problems. And those are the the um, distractions that turn into the chaos that can derail the message. Well, absolutely. And these are some of the, you know, this is what we're hearing from uh from inside Queen's Park that uh, they need they need to know how to deal with these issues as they come up and if you if you're lacking experience if your leader lacks experience if his closest advisor lacks experience perhaps uh, perhaps Ford should be leaning a little bit more heavily on some of his longtime uh, caucus members. I mean, he does have a lot of experience, has a lot of very good people. I mean, Christine Elliott, yes, she was out of uh, government when uh, before she returned, but she has years uh, of experience in uh, as an MPP, a long time, a lot of constituency uh, experience. So she would be someone. And Vic Fideli, the the finance minister, of course, is hugely experienced, has put out, he understands uh, the finance portfolio, which is going to be absolutely critical as they head into their first budget. So I think that Ford really needs to start leaning more heavily on those people than perhaps uh, some of the people who may have been very good advisors to him going in, but they need to know the very sort of arcane way of dealing with, with government. Yeah, I mean, they have, they have to, I think, look at the long game instead of scoring on the, the short term. Because the bottom line yeah. is, I mean, the polling numbers still have Doug Ford doing fairly well. I mean, he's got 50 percent support uh, by the electorate. And, and and for all the moaning and groaning we're hearing, and we're hearing a lot, Christina, they have gotten a lot done in a very short period of time. The big things, though, are coming in 2019. Absolutely. He's, and the budget is going to be massive because there will be all the, the moaning and groaning. I, I mean, I, look, you elected... It didn't really matter. Frankly, we all know that the polling before that election showed it didn't matter mm-hmm. who was the conservative mm-hmm. leader. People was, were tired of Kathleen Wynne and the Liberals. They just wanted her gone. They, are, they were very worried about this double, uh, doubling and tripling of the, of the debt. There's going to have to be some massive cuts done. People elected Doug Ford and the Conservatives to make cuts. They want, they wanted to rein in spending. So I, you know that the minute he starts cutting, they're going to be the people who will be, you know, wailing and gnashing their teeth and pretending that, you know, this is somehow the end of the world. No, it's not. This is what you need to do in order to get your finances under control to stop this uh, snowball effect right now, which is what is happening with uh, with the debt. The debt servicing alone mm-hmm. is absolutely crippling. Is the third, if, if, you know, if debt servicing were a ministry, it would be the third largest ministry in government. And until that's going to be very difficult for Ford to get under control, there will be the people who will be, you know, whining 
whining and complaining, but it has to be done. Yeah, and I mean, you've got enough experience in reporting that you know the scene down at Queen's Park. I mean, you also know that he's up against a media that have already decided what the narrative is going to be for the next three and a half years. Oh, absolutely. Every every tiny cut that's made will be, you know, examined and magnified and will be portrayed as being, you know, devastating to uh, whoever when a lot of the cuts, in fact, are not even in place right now. These were a lot of these wild promises that were made by Kathleen Wynne in her last budget. She knew could not be delivered because they were so extravagant, these extravagant promises she made in order to keep herself in power. She, um, these promises will be rolled back without many of them being implemented, but it will be obviously portrayed as being an end-of-the-world scenario. Yeah. And, well, look, I mean, it's a big test for Andrew Horvath as well. She uh, has not been, I don't think, an effective opposition. She's got an opportunity to build uh, on what the party basically was handed because the liberals were so, um, you know, tossed aside. But, again, she, she can't just keep running as an opposition on, you know, yelling at Ford. Well, exactly. And you kind of wonder why no one in the NDP is asking, you know, do they need a new leader? The the New Democrats need a new leader. Yes, she brought them for third party. But they see that as a victory. Yeah, because that's what victory is to them. But Second. It, it, but it's like the Raptors firing, you know, when they fired yeah. their coast Dwayne Casey. Uh, it was because you don't get into the playoffs to come second. You get, you know, you want to win. She, uh, all, a lot of polls were showing that Andrew Horvath during the election had the momentum. And frankly, I think that it was her Poor performance, uh, her, her performance during the debate yeah. was lackluster. Her um, choice of some of the candidates was, was problematic. I'm surprised that, uh, that the NDP isn't looking at uh, replacing her. If she couldn't win that election, which election can she win? Exactly. Well, stay tuned. It's going to be a, a interesting but very bumpy ride in 2019. We'll see if they can get all the ships in order uh, in Ontario. Appreciate it, uh, Christine. Thanks very much. My pleasure. Christina Blizzard, who is writing on and off now, hopefully uh, more on than off for the Toronto Sun. She comes in with, I think, an interesting perspective to Ontario politics because she's been around for so long and uh, has a perspective I don't think a lot of other people that are in the game, you know, swimming in that bowl. She's like looking on the outside in, whereas they're all just swimming together. You can get blurred in that message. You're on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.